Welcome to the Just Godcast podcast. In this episode, you'll hear Dr. Rob talk about the important things that you need in your life. What's important to you? What are the kind of things that you think are important about life? Now, all of that is really, really big. Whether you realize this or not, you know, God is his hand on your life. Things that are important to you are ultimately what changes you. What are the good things that you can say about life that's going to take you forward from where you are right now? There's two things I want to let you know before we begin. Number one is that you're a champion. There's nobody greater. There's nobody better. Don't be hanging around with people that are actually bringing you down or saying things that cause you to doubt yourself because you can do this. You can win at this life. God created you. The great creator lives on the inside of you and you can do anything. There isn't anything that you can't do. It just takes different levels of effort. The second thing I want to tell you, number two, and I I pray that this doesn't go a tremendously long time, but the Bible is not just truth. The Bible actually is where all truth proceeds from. I don't want you to misunderstand that. I want you to understand exactly what I'm saying. The Bible's not just true. And I mean, there's always people that can argue with you about all of those things. But yet at the same time, the Bible is where all truth stems from. It's in our fiber. It's so deep inside of our life. The entire Western world was really built on the Bible being something that's soaked into each and every individual. That's the reason why people would become so ashamed. That's the reason why that people would know the difference between right and wrong. I think about other peoples on the face of the earth and how that they have not been able to really embrace biblical principles. I couldn't imagine believing in my life that there was no future, that as long as you ever got, was what you got in this life. How hopeless people must be. That's because the Bible is more than true. It's where all truth proceeds from. All truth comes from it. There isn't any other truth in life other than the Bible. It's the Bible that gave you the parameters of life. It gave you your framework. It gave you your education. The Bible was the one that everything and everyone sat upon. And today I got a newer revelation of how that God is upholding all things by the word of his power. See, the Bible's not just true. The Bible actually is the truth that everything else in life rests upon. And so what about you, about life? What are the things that are important to you? But I wanted to let you know what's really important to us in the scheme of life. These things need to be important to you because remember, the Bible is the almost the seat that all truth sits upon. 
what happens to us when we have a misstep or an error. It begins to fall into the levels or the places of what the Bible talks about when it talks about consequences. Everything falls into that when it falls off of the truth because the truth is the foundation of life. And anything that does not agree with that begins to fall off. So what are the things that are important that you need to have in your life? Number one, faith is important. Being a person of faith isn't the important thing. Actually, participating in what faith actually does is what makes it important. Now, the apostle told us, I mean, and remember, when the Bible's actually written, it's written to a real scenario of people. It's not idealistic. It's not anything but the truth that everything else in life rests upon. So the apostle Paul said this to the Corinthian people. He said, for we walk by faith and not by sight. So in this life of believing that you and I have, we walk by faith. Faith is important, but faith isn't something that you hang on yourself like an ornament on a tree. Faith isn't like that. Faith is who you are. It's the hope you live by. It's the work that you do. It's the essence of your life. Faith. Why? Believing the truth that all of the rest of life rests upon. That's faith. Now, we also know that the just, friends, that the just will live by faith. In Habakkuk chapter 2, it says now that God revealed to us, God has revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. In Galatians chapter 3, verse number 11, he said, but that no one is justified in the sight of the law uh, of God, because it's evident, for the just shall live by faith. That law actually causes you to fall off of the truth, because the just shall live by faith. In the book of Hebrews, the writer says in chapter 10, verse 38, he said, now the just will live by faith. He said, but if he shrinks back, he said, my soul will have no pleasure in him. So if you're a person of faith, that person of faith, that person walks that out. Don't just talk about it, but be it. Don't just tell others that this is what you adhere to as a family. Actually do it. What do you believe? What do you personally believe? Now, there was a centurion, actually, in the book of Matthew, chapter 8, that was displaying what he believed. And he said, then Jesus said to the centurion, he said, now go your way. He said, as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed from that very same hour. He said, so go, and as you believe, it will be done for you. What are you believing is going to happen in your life? If you're a person of faith, if you're a person of faith, what do you believe is going to happen in your life? What do you believe is going to happen tomorrow? What do you believe? 
That's really important. What do you believe? What do you believe? What do you believe? Now, in Mark chapter 9, verse number 23, Jesus was speaking, and he, and he told Jairus, the, the father whose daughter actually died, and he was part of the synagogue. And Jesus said to him, he said, now, if you can believe, he said, all things are possible to him that believes. All things, everything is possible to him who believes. Because believing makes all things possible. It really does. But it's only faith that makes all of those things a reality. Faith in that foundation and in the principles and in the way God's word says things need to go. But sometimes people fall into trouble, and the Bible even tells us about that when he says, for indeed the gospel was preached unto us as well as unto them. He said, but the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith by them that heard it. So the first thing that's important to your life, the first thing, that very first thing is faith is important because what it does is that it sets the stage for everything about life. Number two, confession is important. What have you been saying? What have you been declaring? What have you been telling others? What have you been telling yourself? What do you say? What do you say? Because the most important story that you'll ever hear in your life is not what someone else says. It's what you say. What do you say? Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 23, he said this. He said, let us hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Let us hold fast. Let us hold on to. Let us embrace the words which we speak to the confession of our faith. For he who promised is faithful. What have you been saying? What do you continue to say? And how are you preparing to be able to get there? In Proverbs chapter 18, verse number 21, the Bible tells us that death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it will eat the fruit of it. You see, death and life are in the power of the tongue. What you say, what are you saying? What are you confessing? What are you declaring? What are you saying into the ears of other people? And what are you letting them say in your ears? Well, yeah, but I, I, I don't even know what to do with my words. It's simple. You look for what the master says. In the book of Mark, chapter 11, verse number 23, he said, For assuredly, I'm telling you this. Whoever says to this mountain, he said, Now you be removed. You be cast into the sea, and you don't doubt in your heart, but you believe that those things which you say will come to pass. You'll have whatever you say. Whatever you say. Because what you say is what you're going to get. You can't get away from that. What you say is what you're going to get. So Jesus said, now look, you speak to this mountain and you tell this mountain to be removed. You tell these things in your life to get out of my life. Get out of my life. I have no room for you here. You 
And when you do that, when you continually speak to those mountains in your life, and you believe that those things which you say, now here's your confession, is going to come to pass, you'll have, he said, that you'll have whatever, you'll have whatever you have to say. That's what you're going to have. That's true. Verse number 24, Jesus goes on to say, therefore, I'm telling you what things, whatsoever things that you ask for when you pray, believe, believe that you receive them. Don't pray as though they're not going to happen. Pray as if they already have happened. That's real important. Don't pray like you want them to happen. Don't pray like you're asking God. But he said, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. It's really true. Well, so faith is important. And confession, speaking, what are you talking about? That's important. Number three is that work is important. Now, why is that? Because in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3, the Bible tells us that if a man will not work, neither shall he eat. Well, I think that's going to come again to our nation, that if people aren't going to work, neither will they be able to eat because they've expected everything from the government. So that in Second Thessalonians, once again, he says this, he said in chapter three, verse number 10, he said, now for when we were with you, we commanded you this. He said, now, if a man won't work, neither is he going to eat. He's really not. And Proverbs chapter 22, a scripture that I have embraced for many, many years that says, do you see a man who excels in his work? He'll stand before kings. He won't stand before unknown men. Now, Solomon, the the wisest man that ever lived, the guy who, who really spent the time to write down many of the ways that things work. It's not like how he wanted them to work, but here are the ways that things work. Because you have people that they will live most of their life attempting to discover the way that they think that things should be. Solomon spent his life finding out the way that things were and writing down those things so you and I could see them. And in Proverbs chapter 22, verse number 29, that's where he said that. But not only do we walk in excellence, not only do we have faith, we also understand that work is tremendously important in life. Work, working a career. What is it that you are trading your time for? Whatever that is, you need to be the best at all of that. Being a housewife is a hard job. There's a lot that goes on. Many different files have to be open all day long. You never get to close them, it seems. But if you're going to be a wife, then be the best. 
If you're going to be a receptionist, then be the best. If you're going to be a salesman, be the best. If you're going to be a plumber, be the best. If you're going to be an executive, be far head and shoulders beyond where everyone else is by choice. Because Proverbs 10.4 says, he becomes poor that deals with a slack hand. But the hand of the diligent will make him rich. The hand of the diligent, it's going to happen. In the New Living Translation, it tells us this. He said, lazy people are soon poor. Hard workers, he said, get rich. That's so important for you to know. Hard workers, hard workers don't hardly work, work hard. And take dominion. Stop the complaining about what you don't have and begin to discuss in a big way, begin to discuss what you do have. And so in Ephesians, or actually in Genesis chapter one, verse number 26, he said, then God said, he said, let us make man in our own image after our own likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over all of the birds, over all the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Take dominion. God gave you dominion over everything, even creeps. That's so important. It's important. It's important. The last thing that I thought about telling you about today, number four, was healthy relationships are of the utmost importance. The utmost. Who you marry who you hang out with, who do you listen to, what gets your time, who gets your time, what are you investing in? All of those things and more, you've got to come to the place to where you are on top of all of this. In the arena of marriage, that's important. Who you marry determines the outcome of your life. They really do. I've seen it both ways. I've seen great men marry, marry wrong women because they believe they could help them. And it cost them millions of dollars to be able to just rid themselves of that situation. Remember, evil does not leave your life willingly. That's so true. But also, the thing that you need to realize and also the thing that you need to be able to know is that women get bad men as well. And that determines the outcome of their life. If you don't want to marry someone, girls, if you don't want to marry someone, don't date them because you have to date someone before you marry them. If there's somebody that, if there's somebody that you wouldn't want to marry, don't go out with them. Don't spend any time with them. They're only going to make you into a person that you never wanted to be, that you never wanted to be. But all of a sudden it happens to you. But once you choose to get married, the thing that you need to know is what the Apostle Paul said in Ephesians chapter five. In verse number 21, he said this, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Now that really means that, honestly, my wife, gets a tremendous benefit because she benefits out of my relationship 
with God. I benefit out of hers. But in Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 25, the Bible tells us very something very interesting. He said, husbands, love your wives. He was screaming at them. He said, husbands, now love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church. Well, for my wife, she just needs to submit herself to me because that's what every man wants in order to go forward. You've got to have a girl that you know, takes care of the house, takes care of the kids, makes sure that everything is happy, does all the schedules, does all of that stuff. And then we can fit into that. But if you make a woman do a man's job, doesn't work. And if you make a man do a woman's job, that doesn't work either. So the Apostle Paul told us that we need to love our wives. But he also told the ladies that what she needed to do more than anything else in life was she needed to respect her husband. In verse number 33, he said, nevertheless, he said, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself, and see that the wife reverences her husband. Respect. He wants to be respected. What about parenting with my kids? You know, this is a one-way street. You don't get to come back down the street of parenting. You need to be what God told you to be in the arena of parenting no matter what. What about friends, my relationship with friends? Remember, don't be a friend of anyone that is negative. Don't be a friend of a negative person. Make the decision that you're not going to do it that what you're going to do is that you're going to actually surround yourself with people that encourage you to go on, not the ones that tell you that you can't do it. In Proverbs 12, 26, Solomon said that. He said, no, the righteous should choose their friends carefully because the way of the wicked will lead them astray. He goes on to say in the next chapter of Uh, Chapter 13, verse number 20, he said, if you walk with wise men, you'll be wise. Now, he didn't say you were. He just said that you become that way. If you walk with wise men, you'll be wise. But a companion of fools will be destroyed. A companion of fools. If you keep spending time with people that are you're just party people, he said that companion of fools, that guy, he's going to regret it. See, everybody needs to have themselves four crazy friends. No doubt about it. There was a time in in the book of Mark chapter two where Jesus actually entered uh, he Capernaum and uh, Capernaum and he, after some days it was heard that he was in the house. So right there it tells us that this was Jesus' house. And immediately many gathered together. When they heard that Jesus was in the house, they they gathered together, so there was no longer room to receive them, not even near the door. And he preached the word to them. He preached the word of truth. Then they came to him. Somebody came to him bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men, four guys, this paralytic. In verse number four, it says, and when they could not come near because of the crowd, They uncovered the roof 
where Jesus was. They found that they couldn't get in, but that didn't stop them. They went on top of the roof. So when they went on the roof, they thought about where he was. And the Bible says that right at that particular time, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. It says, and when Jesus saw their faith, he didn't see the faith of the guy on the stretcher. He saw their faith. Everybody needs to have four crazy friends. Who are they in your life? The people that will believe in you, believe for you, and they'll believe the best about you. Who are they? So having faith, having a confession, having a a career that you pursue in excellence, and then relationships. Those four things are important to you. And once you understand how important that those are, they'll make all the difference in the world to you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Just Godcast, where Dr. Rob brings you empowering insights and easy to understand takeaways that you can use to lead yourself, your family, and your team. We release episodes every Monday, so be sure to come back next week and be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform and leave a review on Apple Podcasts.